Welcome back to another daily walk. Well, it's cold and rainy. And so I decided to come to this little covered park out here and a nice stream in the background, a covered bridge over here. And it's just a nice little background. Uh, if it wasn't rainy, I would actually walk a little bit maybe. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, um, today I just kind of wanted to talk just a little bit about growth in Christ. And um, yesterday what marked the 18 years of being a Christian for myself and you know I remember that you know 18 years and two days ago you know um, you know I was just a rock-solid hard-nosed atheist and uh, the day after and, and it had no there was no gospel message somebody preached there was no throwing my brain in a trash can it was it was a transformation that could only come from God and God alone Jesus came into my heart Riding his white horse, he kicked out the demons that were in there, and he set up camp, and I had nothing to do with it. And um, that's, uh, that's the important part about it. But what I want to talk about today is, is growth in Christ, because no one comes to Christ and then instantaneously um, becomes this perfect, amazing Christian who is absolutely dedicated and does everything absolutely perfect. There's what I call um, in my books an incubation period. Uh, in which a person who is a Christian starts to learn more about the faith and starts to apply faith to their life. Of course, the greatest passage of this uh, is from 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles, looking at the life of Josiah. And he was made king at eight years of age, and by 16, he started to follow the Lord. Well, that meant that for eight years of his reign, it was same old, same old paganism as usual. You know, high places, people sacrificing, people doing what they wanted to do, violating the laws of God. But once he started to follow God when he was 16, in another four years later, he started to actually act on this faith. Uh, cleaning the temple up, cleaning up all of the issues and all of the things. And that's the thing we have to recognize is as a person comes to Christ, you know, I didn't become this, you know person that you see before you now instantaneously it took a long time 18 years to get to this point but what i wanted to focus on here is a portion from the first letter of john um, in uh, chapter two now we're going to start in chapter two verse one my little children i'm writing you these things so that you may not sin and if anyone sins we have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous so Little children here does not refer to small people. It doesn't refer to what we think of as a child. Little children here refers to a person who is new in the faith. And he goes through a little bit later in John chapter 2, he goes through and has some key points to say to little children, those new in the faith, young men who are like spiritual adolescents, you know, three years, five years into the faith, you've started to know your scriptures, you understand things. This group of people tends to go to battle with the cults, you know. You want to find all the false errors out there. And then you get to a young man stage. You're, you're kind of a grown-up, and you recognize who God is, and you're not as affronted by the cults. You just know why they're wrong and just don't want anything to do with them. And so uh, what we're going to look at here is what does John say. So we're going to go a little bit further uh, down, pick up in First John chapter 2, verse 12. I'm writing to you, little children, because your sins have been forgiven for you, his name's sake. Okay, so for you people that just came to Christ, I'm writing to you because your sins are forgiven. 
So rest in that. Take some growth time realizing that, that all of these bad things, maybe you've had an abortion, maybe you've had illicit sexual contact, maybe you've, had, maybe you've seriously injured people, maybe you used to rob people, and, and you're coming to the grips that these are not right for society. And, and it could be any number of things that gave you this idea. You look back over this and you go, I killed somebody, or that sex was wrong, or I stole property from somebody, I don't even have any more to give it back. And you start getting buried down, the burdened by your sin. And all of us are burdened by our sin, we're, we're not saved. Oftentimes we just learn how to, how to shove it under the carpet, get rid of it, make sure it doesn't there, but it always comes back to us. That's what drives us to bury our sorrows in booze and burrow our sorrows in drugs and to, and to seek out the pleasures and all of these things, the worldly things. And that's not what we're called to do. So for you young people who are just coming to Christ, not young, young as in age, but young in the faith, your sins are forgiven. Rest in that for some period of time. That there is no condemnation. Romans says there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation. Now he goes on verse 13, I'm writing to you fathers. These are the mature Christians. I'm writing to you fathers because you know him who has been from the beginning. So you, the fathers, you just understand this. You know him. You know who God is. And then uh, further on in verse 13, I write to you young men because you have overcome the evil one. Okay, I've written to you, you children, because you know the Father. So to the young men, he says, you've overcome the evil one. A young man in Christ is a person who is tempted, but comes out on top. You're not burred down. You're not, uh, you're not carried away. You understand the depth of what sin is. You've been tempted, and you have overcome it. And that's what a young man does in Christ. He goes on in verse 14, I've written to you fathers because you know him who has been from the beginning. I've written to you young men because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. Now he goes into a little bit more, um, do not love the world nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. For that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, uh, excuse me, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life, it is not with the Father, but from this world. But this world is passing away, also its lusts, but the one who does the will of God lives forever. So that is kind of my ultimate message to you. Whether you are just evaluating Christianity or whether you have really come to a faith in Christianity or whether you are growing or have grown in it, there's a place for you in the scripture. There's a place for you in this life. And I encourage you that I encourage you that you need to seek God. You need to understand the gospel of Christ. What is the gospel of Christ? The gospel of Christ is that we are sinners and we, are, we can't be stopped in our sin. We just, by nature, we are sinners. And then God comes down to make the penalty, pay the penalty for us because the wages of our sin, of our sin is death. The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is salvation through Christ Jesus our Lord. So we are incapable of stopping our sin. But God came down to make a sacrifice for us, a perfect sacrifice, that if we place our trust in that sacrifice, we too can be saved. 
That is the gospel. And I encourage you, believe that. If you're just believing that now, take some time and rest in the fact that all of the bad things you've done in your life, let all of that guilt go off of your shoulders because God has just taken that burden from you. It's no longer there. The burden is gone. The burden is gone. Absolutely. All right. So if you are growing in Christ and you've already placed your faith in Christ and you're kind of, you feel stagnant, get into the word, learn about doctrine, overcome the evil. I, I would definitely spend some time really digging into the book of Ephesians, particularly chapters four and five, which really goes into the difference between a Gentile, how we used to live in our life and how our world is now. And then for you fathers, take it upon yourself to mentor somebody in the faith. You know who God is. You know what's right. You know what's wrong in Christ. Take the time to focus on that. I'll leave you with that. So thanks for coming along on this daily walk. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.